Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Hardwood Heroes Thursday edition, tournament opening day edition. I'm here with Panther. Panther, what's happening? Uh... Tell you what's happened. I'm off to a sluggish start in this tournament. About the only, the only victory lap I get to do is Cincinnati covered last night in my NIT game. So I at least covered the one bet I had last night. But I'm off to an 0-2 start to start this tournament. And um, I imagine, I, I think I saw something like 34.5 million brackets were busted on that Virginia game already. Well, I'm one of them, you know, because last week I talked about my love for Kihai Clark in that Virginia defense. And then he went berserk today and just threw it to nobody in the closing seconds of that game. And Furman hit a game-winning three off of the turnover. So I don't know what the hell he was thinking, but it definitely busted my bracket. It ruined my sweet 16 bet. So let's go, Duke. Let's go, Kentucky. I'm going <laughs> to need you. Yeah, I, you know, I, the only thing that's crossed my mind, I don't know what the timeout situation was, if he could have called a timeout, but the only thing that crossed my mind was he was he was trapped. He wanted to get rid of it, so throw it as high and far and hope the time ran out, and it just went right to a Furman player. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's, it's hard to hate on the kid. He's been a, a very good point guard for a long time for that program. It just it stinks that it, it blew up in his face and also mine. But uh, moral of the story is I should have played all my leans yesterday instead of the real plays. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma State. That was a, you know, I, I, I caught a good number four and a half for like a personal play. We hit on Cincinnati, Arizona State, I leaned. Um, so, I mean, uh, you know, today, even today, you know, I, I leaned Maryland, got that one home, leaned Missouri, got that one home. So maybe I'll just call them leans, but go ahead and press submit on those things. Yeah, there you go. Just, you know, do it off air because that seems to uh, work a little bit better when instead of what you bet on air. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but what, so, do we, uh, what do we got today? You, you you ready to roll? Yeah, let's rock and roll. We got the evening slate today, and then I'm going to hit on a couple of the early games tomorrow. Just a real quick footnote for the listeners. Uh, we're going to go pretty early tomorrow. We're going to try and hit this thing around noon, and uh, Phil will probably have it out there in the space by 1230-ish. So we'll cover – I got a couple early games that I need to cover because they're right at noon. Um, but uh, we'll start with tonight and wrap up the Thursday edition. We're going to start with, you mentioned them, the Duke Blue Devils taking on the Oral Roberts Golden Eagles. I, you know, Oral Roberts coming into this thing red hot, which so is Duke. Um, but, you know, Oral Roberts, nobody really talks about them. They're in the Summit League. It's, I mean, there's what, North Dakota State, South Dakota State. It's it's a whole bunch of nobodies in the college basketball world. They get the automatic berth. Uh, but it's that vaunted 12-5 matchup that everybody loves to bet the underdog. I'm not biting that trap. Even though the line at six points feels kind of trappish, I th- I do like this Duke Duke team. And I know you're real high on this Duke team as well. 
I think they cover the six pretty comfortably. So I'm jumping on the Blue Devils tonight for one unit. Yep. Love the Duke Blue Devils. This is a play of mine as well. Uh, I, I just, there's way too much talent. This team is really starting to click, especially on the defensive end. Um, you know, I'm not a big believer in Oral Roberts. You don't win 30 games by accident. So I, I would imagine that they are talented. Um, you know, I just, just not sold on them going up against this Duke Blue Devils team and, and this, this talent that they're able to replenish their roster with year after year. Um, Max Admus, I would look into taking any kind of unders you can on him because uh, that is the one weapon Royal Roberts has. And I, I think Duke is going to make it a point to shut him down. So he's a 22 points per game scorer. I would look into his under points or his under point rebounds assist total. That would probably be a play as well, but I am certainly on Duke as a side. All right. We're in agreement again. That is not usually not good. <laughs> uh, next game up. You know, I, I was looking earlier today that I thought I might jump on Alabama, lay all those points. Um, there was another one, Kansas, thought about laying those points. I didn't. This time, I am going to lay the points. The Texas Longhorns are hosting, well, neutral site, taking on the Colgate Raiders. And as a two seed, this, this should just be a, a sheer class disparity, right? Texas gets elite D1 athletes, and Colgate gets, like, guys that if they didn't go to Colgate might end up in Division Three. Now, Colgate had a fine season, 26-8 and eight overall, 17-1 and one in their conference. But, again, it's that whole Ivy League type, you know, Lehigh, the Holy Cross, Bucknell. I just, I'm not getting excited about Colgate. 13 points seems manageable for such a talent discrepancy. I'm going to lay the 13 and take the Longhorns. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, uh, the Longhorns are tougher than toothpaste. That's that's my saying on this game. <laughs> like you said, I, it's just way too much talent with Texas. They really started to hit their stride at the end of the year and in the, uh, in the Big 12 tournament. Plus, the Big 12, arguably, probably the best conference in basketball. So these guys were going up against the best competition night in and night out. You know, congratulations to Colgate. They had a great year, 26 and eight. I'm laying it with the Longhorns as well. This is a, uh, a peck of uncomfortability. Another peck of uncomfortability. Oh boy. We're in a whole lot of agreement tonight. Uh, maybe I'll catch you on this one. Boise state taking on Northwestern. I kind of been following the mountain West a little bit. Maybe it's just my love affair with all things Nevada and Las Vegas, but uh, Boise state has been right there with San Diego state, Utah state, a really good season, 24, nine, 13 and five. They do come into this game losers three of their last five, but two of those losses were to Utah state who shit the bed on me. I, you know, I actually took them into the sweet 16. So that one really kind of hurt, <laughs> but uh, Northwestern, I'm having a hard time believing in the Big Ten. I just, Purdue and Indiana were supposed to be the class of the Big Ten, and I don't even like them. Northwestern finished tied with Indiana with eight losses. I'm just having a tough time believing in the entire Big Ten conference. I think Boise State is a live play here. 
I don't want the two points. I'm taking the money line for another unit. Yeah, I, I lean Boise State. So that might be good news since this isn't a you know real Your play. Your leans are solid. Yeah, leans are good. I like all-world guard Marcus Shavers Jr. Awesome name, and he, and he does everything. He, he averages nearly 14 points a game, four assists, six rebounds. I think he's a lot to handle. Uh, this Northwestern team stumbled stumbled down the um, down the stretch here, losing four or five against some questionable Big Ten opponents. Um, so not a big Northwestern guy. I like Boise State here. I'm leaning that way with you. All right. And last game up for me, I forgot to click on it. Let me click on it real quick. It is one of the later games. Another Big Ten team, Penn State, taking on Texas A&M. If you've been listening to the show for the two-plus weeks we've been doing this, I've become kind of a de facto Texas A&M Aggies homer. I really like this team. They can score and score in bunches. They played in what I think might be the the toughest conference in the country, in the SEC. Um, They've got some real good quality wins under their belt. Only finished one game behind Alabama. Penn State, again, it's just the same thing. Big 10, you look at they lost, or excuse me, won four of their last five, but Come on, Indiana, Northwestern, Illinois, Maryland. I'm not jumping up and down over those victories. So three points seems manageable. I like the Aggies for a unit. Uh, Yeah, this is not a play for me, but I I will certainly give you moral support. I don't like this Penn State team. Um, I I think they took advantage of some some just, you know, poor competition down the stretch here to, to, you know, make a run to make this tournament as a 10 seed. Uh, you know, it, they took took advantage of beating Indiana and Northwestern. That wasn't impressive. Illinois, not so good. Just the Big Ten is is down. Uh, a lot of people are p- picking Purdue to be upset, uh, which just shows that, you know, even the Big Ten's best is, is, you know, weak. So I like Texas A&M here. I'll probably play it personally, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll be, be waving the Panther flag and hoping you catch this one as well. Yeah, give me that solid lean. I like it when you lean my way. yeah. Uh, those uh, are my four plays for tonight. What else you like? The only one that I can add is I am taking Auburn as a short favorite, uh, laying a point and a half against Iowa. This Iowa team, man, another Big Ten fade. Uh, just, just by the transitive property alone, I have to bet against them because they didn't beat Ohio State when you know we were on Iowa against them. So they owe us money. So we're due to to hit in an Iowa game. So. Auburn is going to make that come true. Just like I said, the Big Ten overall was very, very weak. Iowa has some trouble scoring the basketball away from home. So on a neutral court, different shooting backdrop. I'm taking Auburn here. I I think Bruce Pearl has a little bit of magic left, you know, before his run ends. Yeah, I I like this as well. You look at the Auburn losing three of their last four, but come on. They lost to Arkansas. They lost to Alabama. They lost to Kentucky. They beat Tennessee. They beat Ole Miss. Like um, the thing that stands out the most to me is, is that home and away discrepancy. So neutral site, they do seem to be a little bit more gun shy when they're away from the friendly confines. But I mean, you nailed the head right on the head, man. I'm fading probably every single big 10 team through the entire tournament. I don't like anybody in the Big Ten. At this point, I think I wish Ohio State was in the dance because they were the team that played the best when when uh, everything mattered. So you get my moral support, and I'll lean Auburn. Yeah, I wish Ohio State was in the tournament too because we, we'd be martingaling them right now. I swear. Uh, but instead, <laughs> they ended the year taking all that money out of our pockets. You know, So fuck Ohio State, man. Oh, they killed us. They yeah. killed us. But what, uh, that, that's all I had for today. 
I know you have a play early tomorrow as well. I got an early play. It's the uh, first game of the day. USC taking on Michigan State. What do you know? Another Big Ten team. It's almost by default. This Michigan State team, you know, Tom Izzo has had much better teams throughout his career. They dealt with that tragedy on campus. I'm not sure how that affected uh, the team, you know, wasn't a player or anything. But uh, those kind of things on campus can sometimes rally a team and can sometimes, um, you know, kind of leave you hanging your head and leave your season in question. But I like the Pac-12 way better than the Big Ten. You know, USC finished behind UCLA and tied with Arizona in the conference. I mean, Arizona's a two seed and USC's a 10 seed. I'm having a hard time stomaching that one. But uh, I just looking at the way these two seasons have gone, uh, I do like USC here. So it's another one of those situations where I don't want the points. I'm going to money line this. I like USC for the outright win. Yeah, uh, another peck of uncomfortability here. When we talk <laughs> about the, the tournament preview show, I talked about USC at length and that I, I took a little sprinkle on them to make the Sweet 16. I think I think they certainly went out right tomorrow, and I think they have a shot to beat Marquette as well uh, to advance to the Sweet 16. I think I got that at plus 410. So uh, I'm certainly already invested in this game, and for one reason, and that man is Boogie Ellis. The dude yeah. is a stud. It's an NBA player right there. He averages 18 points a game. He's just He's going to be way, way too much for this Sparty team to handle. And, and you know, you're going to get the public perception on, on Michigan State because this is the time of year that the Tom Izzo teams always show up, and it's not happening this year. We didn't see it in the Big Ten tournament. We didn't see it down the stretch. I just, like you said, I don't think Michigan State has it this year. So I really like USC as the, the short dog tomorrow. Give me the money line. I'm with you, man. Let's Let's take this one to the bank. I love it. I love it. All right. That's uh, that's the first game of the day. We will have our picks um, ready to go before the rest of the game. So it'll be pretty bang, bang tomorrow. But um, that's it for today. Phil, any final thoughts? I do have a, another lean. I'm taking Kennesaw State as, as a lean over Xavier. Uh, this team, man, um, coached by Abdul Rahim. Awesome. They were, I think, I think they were had one win in his first season coaching in the 2020-2021 the season. Uh, and then the guy put together like the 40th overall ranked recruiting class. And now these kids have gotten older. This is a very, very talented team. Xavier, I, I think, has some holes. I mean, without Zach Fremantle in the middle, he's he's you know going to be missing the, the rest of the way. That's a big, big piece. So Kennesaw State, I'm, I'm probably going to be taking those points tomorrow. Yeah, I like Xavier for the win, but you're right. Kennesaw State is is a live team. Um, we already saw what happened with Virginia today, so don't, I don't mind think me. They, I don't think they win, but plus thirteen, that's a lot of points. Uh, I, I'll give you the moral support. That's another. That's the second earliest games. So we we'll probably just be getting off air by the time that thing tips off. Uh, but that's a no play for me. I'll just lean Kennesaw State with those points. Yep, and we'll be back tomorrow morning for the rest of the game so we can fade Baylor together and talk about the rest of the slate. (laughs) Take us home, brother. All right. Well, that is it. You guys know the deal. We're hanging out on it's the book club. It's right there on the discord. Get in there. You guys can shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. Everybody, Phil, Arch, Max, Sex Panther. We're all in there. 
We'll uh, holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're doing today, and maybe even tomorrow morning. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.